What up, drinkers? That's right. It's another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. This week's episode, we have the wonderful, incredible Chelsea. Chelsea is a three-piece band. We have the lead singer, who is Chelsea, and um, they're based here in Nashville, which we didn't know coming into this, because what the hell? We would have done it in person. But it was all good. We had a blast. Uh, she was so great. Um, this conversation was amazing. I just have to tell y'all real quick. I was so confused going into this episode because I remembered her. And then so I was like, I, I like to look it up to make sure I have all the plugs right and all that. And then I was like, why don't I remember any of I don't remember this music. I don't. I was so confused and I felt so bad. I was like, how can I forget all this? Well, silly me, her brand new album just came out and it's brand new. So I didn't even see it before. This is Quantum Entanglement. That's her new album, and it's all over her socials. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And uh, we actually talked about it being released. We just recorded this quite a while ago. So I totally forgot. <laughs> but this album is incredible. Uh, her older music was incredible. That's why we had her on. And so we are so excited to hear the new album. Um her, she, she has some big songs like 555 and Garden and off her new album, Vancouver. Again, that album's called Quantum Entanglement. Check out Chelsea. It's C-H-L-S-Y without the vowels. Um, she's great. Um, check them out if they're playing live and all of the above. So uh, this interview was wonderful. And guys, make sure and gals, make sure that you find us on social media. You like us, you share us. Johnny and I have a bunch of stuff lined up. We want to really hit the ground running again or more or something. We just, we just we need to make more of an impact. We want to release more content. We need that means either music or things you could read or watch even. Uh, possible video stuff coming up, maybe a brand new podcast. Who knows? Maybe it's coming. Probably is. So make sure you keep updated with all of our ongoings by following us and sharing us and liking us, subscribing to us, giving us five stars, all of that. Well, with that said, uh, y'all, I really hope that you enjoy this. Uh, you've been enjoying all these great interviews. Make sure you listen to everyone because they're all just so interesting. Uh, Chelsea was one of the first like rock bands that we've had, really, in a while. Um, we've had a couple others. Long time ago, we've had a lot of country, we've had a lot of pop, so it's nice to have like the rock band perspective and stuff because because it, it is very different. I think each genre is very different, so it's very cool. Uh, make sure you check out Chelsea. That's C H L S Y, and listen to the end. She has one of my favorite drinking stories that we've had on so far. No offense to everyone else, but hers was epic. We've even we even talk about it in future episodes just because it was so great. Uh, and she has such good input and and stories and so this great interview thank you to chelsea uh for being on and y'all grab you a beer pop that top you know how it goes and let's do it hello hello, hello. hi hey. how you doing good how are you doing great oh, living the dream you know can't complain too much <laughs> Amazing. I just realized it's really dark in here. Do, do you want me to turn on a light? 
I'll go. I mean, we don't record the, the video anyway, so if you feel comfortable, uh, okay, here, that's fine. We, Perfect. We, we go all by audio anyway. We can mostly see you. Sick. It's a little, Sick. A little scary because you can only kind of see this much of your face. <laughs> Like you tell scary stories or something <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the other things. <laughs> I'm sorry. All good. Hold on one second. Sorry, I have. Damn it, John. I, I have my beer, but the beer has foil on it, and it takes ten years to get off. Are you, um? So where are you in Nashville? I am. Yeah. Are you we guys are in Nashville? Nashville? Yeah. We are too. We are. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you make music as well? Yeah. We do. Yeah. Oh, sick. Are you guys in like a band together? No, we just we just produce together all the time. Yeah, we write and produce together. I'm I'm in like a duo with my wife, and we'll we'll we make music um, and release it and stuff. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like playing. I uh, I actually well we'll talk about this in a little bit. But I went to Belmont too. Uh, no way. Yeah, I, I went for composition and arranging, so I like to write. I do not like to play. <laughs> that's sick. Oh, my gosh. But we'll talk about it on the podcast, too. In a for sure. For uh, sure. All right. Before we get started, uh, do you have, are, are you going to be partaking with us tonight, or are you going to not? I mean, it's okay either way. Well, but... I didn't realize that I was supposed to have a beer, but I have... brews. <laughs> I know. No one told... I mean, I have this... <laughs> Giant thing of apple cider next to me. Oh my god! That is a massive, massive. Can you drink that? No, you can do whatever. Yeah, that's totally fine. But that's (laughs) a massive jug. That's like one of the like the Ron Swanson. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where he drinks the entire like gasoline fluid. It seems like something that pirates drink rum out of. Honestly, yeah. I thought I I just go puffed it, and I thought it was gonna be like one of the small ones that. And I was like, why is it nine dollars? And now I understand why. It's uh, hilarious. <laughs> well, you got your money's Wait, worth. Wait, what this did time. you say? You go puffed? Yeah, a go puff is a uh, like a like a delivery service. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's like a convenience store delivery service, but it's like has more than a convenience store. Yeah. Uh, I never use it, but every single one of my coworkers does. Really? Every single one of them. I will say I've never seen anything like that in a convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Me either. <laughs> um, you know what? Our listeners can't. They don't even know what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we. Th- th- yeah. Look, you know what? I describe it. Leave it. I mostly. It's. It leave it to their imagination. Yeah. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I honestly, if I was listening, I'd be picturing the like like gallons. Yeah, with like the three. Oh, with the three X's on it. That's what I'm <laughs> like moonshine. <laughs> the moonshine. That's what. Yeah, I mean. yeah. All right. Well, All right. Well, for real, get started now. Go ahead say? and get your apple cider ready. We're gonna do a little cheers, and then uh, I'll do an intro. We'll get rocking. Let's cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we'll see if this is any good Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Music and Brews. I am your host, Johnny Varekin. And as always, I have my co-host, Brian Michael. Oh, what up, bro? Oh, you know, live in the Don't dream. Don't say it. Ah, you said it. Okay, sorry. God, Can't help it. The dream. I sent Johnny a meme where it said, uh, when I say living the dream, this is the dream I'm referring to, and it's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I think I sent you one where it was like... Uh, Everybody thinks saying living the dream in the back of their minds. They're just like in the back, just doing like smoking, like, yeah, you know, with yeah. the wide eyes. Just, 
Uh, <laughs> well, let's go ahead. You've already heard a little bit from our guest today, and we are so excited uh, to have the front woman from the band uh, Chelsea. We have Chelsea. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, Gillian. 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 Uh-oh. You got it. I even practiced it, and then the moment I looked back down, I went, g- 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a weird one, but I'm so grateful to be here, and thank you guys for having me on, on the show today. Yeah, we're yeah, pumped. Absolutely. We've been, I've been listening, we, well, we always listen to, to our, our guest music for like a week prior, and today I've just been on repeat. It's been so good. It's wild. Thank you. Yeah, we we get. um, We seem to be like we go in waves with genre. Mm. Like we've had, we started with a bunch of country artists. Uh, Lately, we've been doing a lot of pop artists. So it's really cool to have like a cool rock band. Yeah, like a rock, Uh, a punk band. I love it. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. What what kind of music uh, did you do? You guys make? Well, to get <laughs> well, um, well, one time we wrote a mariachi song called Tequila. We uh, uh, we've written a punk song called a Monkey Punk, thrash punk call. where we all we did was make monkey noises. A lot of rap songs. A lot of rap, uh, and then and then our actual serious stuff is I do mostly pop. He does a lot of of country. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we kind of touch everything. I've been doing a ton of lo-fi too. Lo-fi has been Sick. my shit. I like a lot of EDM stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sick. That's awesome. So we're a little all over the board, but yeah, our, our the songs that we always make always start off really good, and then we decide to sing on them, and then they go downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about you? Like, what what are your genres of music? Like, growing up, what was your favorites? Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I listened to a lot of. Uh, just like 90s 90s grunge music my dad was really into all of like my dad listened to a lot of nirvana and smashing pumpkins and so well and a lot of blink 182 yeah Um, yeah. so (laughs) so i listened to a lot of that uh growing up and um i still do you know it's kind of like it feels like it's home base whenever i go back and listen to the pumpkins or Nirvana. Um, and then I kind of got into radio. My dad hates Radiohead for some reason, but I got really into Radiohead and they're like my favorite band of all time. Tom York is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty incredible. I remember I got, uh, my uncle gave me two tapes of uh, Radiohead that he had gotten. I think one was like a Japanese version of okay computer. Whoa. Uh, it was pretty cool. I, it was kind of, kind of weird. Wild. Yeah. He was kind of like a music nerd but <laughs> that's, no, that's sick that's awesome though because you could definitely hear and obviously we could totally dive into this but that that influence um in your music yeah um, is that Thank al- you. is that always kind of what you've written like why, why don't we just jump to the beginning yeah this is usually johnny's part <laughs> i'm cool i was like let's roll i'm cool uh, but uh why don't you tell us like your musical journey like what when you got started writing making um all that yeah. Um, so I guess I started, I kind of like my, my first venture into the music world was when I was five and I started playing classical piano music and I was really like really into piano, classical piano for a long time. And then wow. kind of started writing, started writing music, um, with, I, I joined, I moved from Boston to California 
And then I joined a rock band there and we just played together all throughout high school and it was so much fun. Um, and that's kind of where I started writing music. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm gonna, I guess I kind of have to go to college. I don't want to go to college, but I will. And if I'm going to, I'm going to study <laughs> something that I love. Yeah. And so I found Belmont cause they had like a songwriting major. And so I applied, um, got in, I don't think that my parents don't know this, but I would not have gone to school if I didn't get into school for music. Yeah. And, uh, uh yeah, it was a great, uh, great learning experience and really cool, cool network. I met my band there and it's just ever since then it's been, it's been a journey. So my first question immediately that came to mind, <clears throat> excuse me, is, uh, so you're from Boston. So, so did you attempt to go to Berkeley as well? Or was just Belmont? You're like, I need to go to Belmont. You know, it's weird. I don't know why I never like was, I never was drawn to Berkeley. And I think it's because living there for 14 years, I, I realized, I don't think that I would be capable of living in snow for eight months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. And so, so at Berkeley never really was like, it never crossed my mind um, to apply to, but I really wanted to either go to USC or Belmont. And, um, so I applied to both and I was like, all right, whatever I don't get into, I'll just go to the other. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't get into USC. So I went to Belmont and it was great. It worked out really well. I think, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have done well at USC cause it's such a big school. And, yeah. and I, I don't, I, I'm more of like a small school person. Yeah. And in Belmont, especially the, the, the music department's really, really enclosed or everything's really close to each other, except for the damn guitar house, which I'm assuming, uh, if you play guitar, did you add a study guitar too, there too, or did, were you just strictly songwriting or did you have like a main, main instrument? Um, no, I actually didn't study guitar there. I wish I would have, that would have been so sick. Um, but no, I just did songwriting and music business, but the songwriting, um, class was all the way down music row so i had to walk like what? a mile and a half to get to class what? in the heat it was brutal and then in the snow it was rough, it was rough. <laughs> i was gonna say well better than the snow right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well <laughs> that's cool so uh one thing i've heard about belmont and maybe johnny uh and maybe could talk me. about it Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd rather Chelsea talk about it. No offense, bro. No, but you, the way you worded it, you're like, one thing I've heard about Belmont and Johnny. And Johnny is... And, <laughs> I'm like, wait, how are Very they... expensive. That's right. no. It's true. I do talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've heard that the big a big part of it is, like you kind of said it earlier, but it's making those connections and, and meeting people and stuff like that. Obviously, I mean, you learn a lot, but what do you think was the biggest... Uh, takeaway from it do you think you really made the connections or do you think the the learning part helps more Ooh. that's a great question um you know i think i think both i think i i learned a lot from the connections i made so mm -hmm. i think that that i guess i took away from from both of those things sorry <laughs> i didn't really answer that very well but Oh. I did learn a lot from everyone that, that I met there. And I still I continue to learn a lot from people that I continue to meet that yeah. went there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, then in, in your writing then, so you said that you started writing at five years old, uh, which is, or, you said, no, no, or five piano. you started piano. And then when did you start writing? 
Um, when I moved to California, I was like 14 and then I, and I joined a rock band there. So I was writing with my band. Nice. Where in California? Um, in the Bay area, San Francisco. Okay, cool, cool. I'm from from Southern California. So that's why I was curious. (laughs) No way. Where, Where are you from? Oceanside. If you know where that's at. I don't think I do. It's, it's just, like a whole different state down I there. I know. That's I know. <laughs> that's what that's what I say. I'm like Southern California is completely different, and I think so. Oceanside is San Diego County, and I think San Diego is totally different from L.A. Really, totally. So it's just yeah. Funny. Is it that different? It's very different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, like like saying I'm from Michigan, Grand Rapids to Detroit, very different. Yeah. I'm sure. And they're not that far off from each other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um oh, anyway did i see that you lived in spain as well oh yeah um my mom is from spain so i Uh-oh. i grew up like going there and then i lived there when i was in eighth grade because my mom and dad were like you need to go learn the culture and language and they just shut me off and i lived with my aunt and uncle there and it was a great experience that's awesome. so you, you speak spanish then yeah, yeah, I do. No, it's a, I grew up in Mexico 18 years, actually. So that's why I'm no like, oh. way. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. my gosh, that's awesome. Well, we'll talk about that a little later. But um, um, bitch. Well, I I had a question, okay, son bye. of a bitch. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Let me do my question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a while, so usually the, this yeah. the pent up energy just. Really How did you guys anger. meet each other? In, through a band, band, yeah, the yeah. Band. yeah. Uh, I I responded to a Craigslist ad, played a guitar. He was the bassist, and then we bonded over our love of tequila. And then, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I never realized. Yeah, that. it was at, around the fire yeah, yeah, at Matera's yeah. house, and we we're just like, "Dude, you like tequila? I, I like, like tequila." tequila. <laughs> so stupid! What a dumb way to be. Yep. <laughs> and then you. Well, that's like, sweet. You continued the tequila tradition. We did. On. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, then we lived together, and then it got really bad. Just we we looked for the worst alcohol we could find, and it was very fun and wild. It yeah. was it was craziest. Uh, but now we we live separately. It's a little healthier for 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 our insides, as for Ryan our says. Livers, our insides. <laughs> but but yeah. So whenever we don't see each other for a while, we we always get snippy with each other, and I think it's funny. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so going back to music and going back to you, um, so. You, you started writing at 14 and obviously writing is something that, that you develop with experience and practice. You're doing it all the time. A lot of people say it's like a muscle. You have to constantly be working it and, and growing it. So how how do you feel that the change in your writing style and cha- or how it developed from just practical use to actually having to learn about it and, and having to apply more, I guess, theoretical portions to it as well like was there a big jump in it was it that it that it deviate from how you would normally write or was it really cohesive it was really awesome um i think being being a part of just like the songwriting program at belmont was it helped so much with my writing i think before i went there i didn't i was like there's no way you could teach someone how to write a song you know it's like it's so it's such a spiritual thing you can't teach someone that but then I went to school and I was like, oh my God, you really can teach someone how to write a song. And I learned a lot of just like how to, I don't know, my songs were so vague. And then it it helped me to really just like use different metaphors and, uh, you know, like starting with a title, which is something that I never really thought to do um, or starting with like 
a metaphor and then going into that, I don't know. I, I learned a lot at, in the Belmont songwriting program. Um, and I think it really transformed the way I write. Yeah. So did, it, did your writing get more personal then? Since you said it was really vague prior, now is it a lot more personal getting much more um, you, if I, I guess you could say? Yeah, I think, uh, I think growing up, I was really afraid of people knowing if I wrote a song about them. And now I've come to a place where I'm like, you know, if they date me, they're going to know. They're just going to. Like, they know what they're signing up for. So, so I don't really care anymore. But when I was younger, I like, I really didn't want anyone to know if I was writing a song about them. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So you're... (laughs) That's funny. So you, but you don't have it. Do you have uh, any, any uh, reservations about exposing yourself so much and your music? I know a lot of people have the little issue of trying to, of, of being so open. Uh, or are you just like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think it's some, it's something that my band and I talk about a lot is that like, I need to not be so direct in the things that I say. So I'm trying to like hone it back a little bit and not because I know because I don't think they're as okay with me being okay with with that. If that was a weird way of saying that, but like they, yeah, they want me to be like quieter about things. Interesting, huh? Well, so so how does that correlate a little bit with your music? So now like, we can dive in a little more in your band. I'd love to hear whoop, the uh, the 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 start of your band, but. Um, rock music generally the whole point of it was to, is to be like raw be out there open like let loose any whatever uh, pent up energy all the things that used yeah. to be what it is um so so do you feel like uh like like you're I'm trying to think of how to, how to the word I, I know the question i want to ask i'm trying to think how to word it um so having to maybe kind of reserve some of that does it take away from the music at all or or do you feel like it's it's actually enhancing it I think it's a really good thing because it's forcing me to um, write more like consciously about, I don't know, just, just to, it, it forces me to use other ways like metaphors and like other ways to write what I'm trying to write. And um, it's also forced me to like write more positively, which is something that I've really struggled with is like writing like positive, like uplifting songs. Cause they always sound like cheesy. So I've been really <laughs> working on that. And, um, it's been really, really great for that, you know, to, to just write more uplifting music. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's like, sometimes when you get put in a box, um, it actually makes you more creative. So like having that limitation of like, yeah, I can't be so blunt. Now you're like, that's how you learn how to like really creative yes i like that that's cool i also didn't even realize that like the songs that i was writing that were very blunt were actually making me sad when i sang them so it was really great for me to not sing those songs (laughs) it's funny because uh we, we me and brian talk a lot about how like pop music right now has gotten to what it, what rock used to be, where it's super, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, like super blunt, super out there, it, whether it be happy yeah. or angry. It's like really lyrically just like, hello, right in your face, homies. Uh, and I think that TikTok played a huge part in that happening. Wait, how so? Yeah. I think that, um, so the pop that I see on TikTok, I mean, like to make a song go viral it has to be like it has to just like grab you and be super blunt and that's what i've realized the most listeners on 
TikTok are drawn to is those really blunt lyrics with like kind of like a stripped down, um, more stripped down sound before the chorus, yeah. just like vocals and like guitar or piano or something. And I've realized that that's what so many listeners on TikTok are drawn to. It's just those like blunt lyrics. And uh, yeah, I, that's why I think it's TikTok, but I don't know. Interesting. The, yeah, it's almost like a... It's almost like the what do you call that? The news articles with the headline, um, clickbait. Clickbait. <laughs> but totally. But, but for music, <laughs> like it has to just be like, <laughs> like really absurd, and everyone's like, "Oh, what is this?" That's it. Yeah. That's no, I will idea. say a lot of the songs that I do hear on TikTok, and then I go listen to them. I'm like, "This is a this is a baller. This is a this is a killer song." Half the time, not always, but once in a while. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. I'm not on TikTok. I'm maybe the only person. I don't know. <laughs> I to be fair, I'm I mostly use Instagram, but all TikTok now moves to Instagram, gotcha. so it makes it pretty easy to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go. When so, are you on TikTok? Is your band? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to do more with the band on TikTok, but I do post on TikTok. Um, I was like super against it for a while, and then I was like, ah, you know, I gotta just do it, and then I realized that it's actually really a beneficial tool to just like meet people and like make connections. And I've met so many cool artists through, uh, through TikTok, and it's been, a, it's been really cool. And it's like, I've realized it's a much more positive community than Instagram is. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which is weird, but it, it, that's what I found at least. Yeah. Um, so now that you're on TikTok and, and obviously you're noticing trends and music and stuff like that. Is it changing how you're writing? Like now do you want to write kind of for that or are you still just like doing what you've always done or both? You know, yeah, it, it kind of, I think became a problem for me because I was trying to write what I thought TikTok wanted to hear. And then the second I was like, wait a second, Chelsea, like, we never like my advice for people is always write for yourself. Don't write for anyone else. And I wasn't taking that. And I was like, I need to take a step back and like really just write from my soul and from my heart and not write what I think people on TikTok want to hear. And then the second I started posting songs that weren't like the songs that I thought TikTok would want to hear, they were the ones that ended up doing the best, which is oh, just crazy. how it works. I feel like in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people could just, that people just know. know subconsciously they just know they do <laughs> it's an energy thing i think it's gotta be right yeah. just, we just, talk about that all the time yeah <laughs> it's just so wild yeah that that's uh huh. i'm just trying to I, like that's something i never understood though <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> like i've always had the issue of trying to to align the two ideas of having it be you be personal be out there and then also trying to appease the public as much as possible because there, i'm there are, i i mean i'm i'm sure i can think of them over time but there's tons of songs where i'm like this is the most insane song that i've heard in a long time but it's never gonna get picked up and be but i you know you you're like even though it's raw it's them it's true to them you know it's not gonna get big uh but then the the opposite's true sometimes where i'm like this song is just some bullshit trash but it's massive so i don't know so it's hard to try to align those two together it's interesting yeah like call me maybe how do you just how do you explain that one <laughs> i forgot about that song that just unlocked a memory that was wow damn weird there's just no rules there's no rules there's no rules it no matters uh, now that song's in my head ben 
I wonder what like a punk version of that song would be like. Honestly, I'm I might try and do exists. that. It does. That would be cool. Uh, do you ever listen to the like the pop goes punk? Pop goes punk. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think there's one. I can't remember. Call me maybe. Yeah. It's probably a screamo one. Yeah. Like you can that do like a fun. good one that is like more. Yeah. I saw you did something. Um, something with the some some song was Weezer. Did did your band do something like that, or you wrote a song? Oh, or you maybe. covered a song like more punky. We uh, I forgot. Yeah, Weezer. I feel like I've taken a lot of inspiration in my writing from Weezer as well, which I should have mentioned earlier. Um, but I think maybe you saw something to do with when I was talking about that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I swear it was like <laughs> if, if Louis Capaldi was Weezer or something like that. I don't know. Oh, that's yes. Maybe. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. I know what you're talking about okay. now. We crazy. did a... <laughs> no, no. That was that's a long road to get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's been a long day. But yes, no, we covered... Um, what is that song called? Ah, Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, Natasha Bedingfield. That's what it was. Um, yeah. No idea. Feel the rain on your... Oh, Unwritten. I never Unwritten. heard of that one. That's it. And uh, we did that. We covered that like in like a Weezer way. Yeah. It was really cool. I really liked that. Thanks. That was a that was a long road for me to just say. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you. now with all of that said, my question is, I think I really like it. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> um, so no, that's cool. Uh, you know, one thing I noticed about the songs you released, um, at least on Spotify so far. Well, I got another question about that, but your older songs are a little like cowboy. Um, they're a little they're cowboy. Dead. Huh? <laughs> little, well, that one in particular too. You, there's a ton of reverb on the guitar. Yeah, I, I, it's very kind of, um, it feels very indie rock to me. Um, and ambient. now, and now, yeah, ambient. And now your newer stuff is like super grunge. Um, is that Thank just, you. is that, um, were you just trying to get a little heavier with the band? Did the band kind of like want, uh, but the fact that she said thank you after you said the progression, I'm pretty sure already answered the question. She's like, thank you for noticing. You. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It, uh, the So the older stuff that has like more of a Western feel, that was like a solo project, actually. That was before oh. we started the band. Um, oh. That was just all the stuff that I wrote uh, before, joined, before we created this band. And then when we became a it was like a long journey kind of to get here, yeah. you know, cause I, I started in a rock band in high school. Then I kind of like lost touch with myself and was like, I need to make pop music because people only want pop music. So I like only made pop music for a while. And then I was like, wait a second, I pop doesn't feel right for me. So I'm going to start just like making more, like, I want to feel badass. Like that's my favorite feeling in the world. Everything I do, I swear, is just to feel badass. I get a I get a lot of tattoos just to feel badass. Uh -huh. Wear leather jackets, you know. Like it's. I feel like that's the best feeling in the world. And so that like genre of music made me feel really badass. And so yeah. I was uh, just. I kept writing songs that kind of had like a Spanish influence. Um, actually, one of the songs oh, yeah. is partly in Spanish, and um, 
it just, uh, it, it felt right at the time. It felt really sick. And then when we all started this band, I, I realized just how much I had missed playing rock music and like, it's just never felt more right to be creating music than to be making it with the band. And then, you know, like that, that whole project, the, um, more like cowboy Western ish project was like produced by uh, Dave Audet for the most part. And then this wow. project that we're doing, we produce ourselves. So it's like, that's probably why it sounds more like it's done in a, in a home studio because it is as ah. opposed to the other one. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's the, no, no, no. I would never have thought any different. I, I would have always well, like in terms of the studio for me, I would just immediately be like, Oh, this is the style that they're going for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, if it were like super produced by, Dave Audet, I don't know if it have that grungy as gr- I mean, I mean, he's a pro. I'm sure he could. Yeah, I'm sure it. he could get it. But there. you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just like that adds to it. I yeah. think to the production, the fact that it's you know, done just by. But by the way, it sounds incredible though. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But yeah, that reminds me. We just were talking with with a with a gentleman, um, uh, Riley Keegan. Uh, he he always talks a lot about how something that feels how do I put this? Um, what was the words he said? So, so like sometimes if the guitar is a little out of tune and you kind of play, hmm. like it adds to the music and sometimes within like the grunge punk kind of like rock, like if something feels authentic, you know, in, in the production wise wow. and it just fits it. Like it yeah. doesn't need yes. to be polished, you know? I feel like the ear, at least like my ear is drawn to imperfection. And I think that's what I love about making this kind of music is that like, I could just do one vocal take and I, and I could not put auto tune on it and love it. And like, I can record my guitars and they don't have to be totally perfect. I, and like, you know, I, I love that. I love yeah. that. It doesn't have to be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so give us a little bit about, so, so um, just to make sure. So you, you said that you started or you wrote your kind of more, uh con- not country-esque but you know uh the southern style rock uh were you doing that under the the chelsea name or, or yeah. was this, like i guess it's, i guess it's your name but i meant like the uh the <laughs> abbreviation <laughs> yeah 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 so i was and then when we started this rock band we initially did it under a different name and then um a couple members came and went from that and we were like you know we should probably just change the name because the band isn't the same anymore. Yeah. And we, uh, we all kind of sat down to try and brainstorm names and they were like, well, you already have listeners under Chelsea. So what if we just start putting it out under that name? And I was like, I'm down. And so that's kind of how that oh, that's happened. awesome. Yeah. That's simplistic. I yeah. like it. And it's a really cool <laughs> name. Right? I like, like, especially how you have it spelled out and everything. So Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Thank um, you. This is a really, really weird, nerdy question. So <laughs> a lot of your, your, I'm not sure if this is on purpose or not. So I'm curious. A lot of your songs, uh, you know, obviously I'm being, ge- I'm generalizing uh, immensely, but the <clears throat> tempo of them tend to be, a li- like like not like for a punk song i guess even it's really slow it's kind of more in a in, in a certain tempo a lot of your songs mm-hmm. is that on purpose like do, do you kind of naturally set into a certain tempo uh yeah i think it's <clears throat> i think it's subconscious i don't think i mean to do that when i start writing but 
That's something I've been actually like actively trying to work on is like writing faster songs because I really want to, I want to write songs where people like want to mosh, you know? And I think we have an album coming out on September 9th. And that song, that album is like full of fast paced songs. And I'm so stoked for that because it'll finally be out and then people can mosh. Heck yeah. (laughs) What is the name of this album coming out? Can we know? Uh, It's called Quantum Entanglement. Yeah. Cool. That's a cool. What idea. uh? What kind of rock band were you in in California? Um, it was just um, very typical rock. We we put out one project and um, before we went to college, and it it was just like, yeah, it was just it was just like very classic rock. Oh, okay, I love that. I was just curious because you say you want people to mosh. I was like, were you in like a? Like metal metal yeah. <laughs> no that would have been so cool though but actually in when i was in high school my ex-boyfriend was in a like intense punk band and uh so i was i always like ran the merch table for them and that really was where i like kind of fell in love with the idea of moshing was like <laughs> at those concerts and i was like i want to make music like this yeah so. yeah, yeah yeah well it's funny i'm like nothing like that. oh it's i wild. used to be in bands like that too where um, it's funny. I went from that, like metal, screamo, punk, to country. <laughs> very, very That's different. sick. But uh, yeah, th- I do miss that. There's nothing like having the crowd mosh and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I was thinking like there, there's the like, like I always think like regular rock, if you will, usually doesn't have mosh pits. But I was remembering going to see Thrice, and Thrice is like a, just a straight rock band, right? Shh, Are no. they screamo? Yeah. Their first two albums. Are oh, okay. Because like, later, I don't remember punk. any screaming at all in uh, the later. Yeah, albums. later on, he like got a little. Yeah, because they were rock and roll with that. Uh, yeah, but I was just remembering that. I was like, well, you could just do straight rock and get mosh pit. <laughs> I I moshed to uh, or I guess crowd surf to Alter Bridge. They're just oh, kind of straight rock. I, they are straight rock. Yeah. You crowd surfed? Oh yeah. Yeah, all the time. What was that like? <laughs> How do you not crowd? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you, you seem like somebody go... that would have already crowd surfed. I would surfed. love to. That's great. Uh, you know what? It's 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 easier for girls to do it because you just find the biggest dude and you pat, tap him on the back and just go like this, and he'll be like, "All right, <laughs> big guys." That's like their job. They have yeah. to put people <laughs> in the air. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. At a certain point, is there just a line of girls and these guys just get on their knees and just kind of... And just throw them in the air. <laughs> <laughs> they land where they land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm kind of littler, so I could do it too. I could, you know, crowd surf. I don't you know. could crowd. Yeah, yeah. You got the big guy. Did you do these to the yeah. big guy? I do. You yeah, got, you, you find the big Big guy. muscles. You big. <laughs> you <laughs> Lift big. air. <laughs> uh, no, but that's awesome. That'd be really cool. Um... Uh, you know what though? I, I kinda like this slow the slow tempo thing's cool too though. I, I don't oh, think yeah. it there's nothing wrong with it. it. It actually I think grunge is kind of like punk slowed down. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. A lot of it is. Yeah, because yeah, kind of the same grunginess, <laughs> it's just a little slower. Uh, but of course well, what's funny cool. is I, I noticed that also with uh, so I'm assuming you like Royal Bloods. Have you listened to them? That uh, sounds really familiar. They're a newer and rock. I, I don't. I don't think I've listened to them. I need to. They're incredible. Uh, they're they're really? a duo. Um, <clears throat> not that, that. Not that. that like <laughs> the reason to listen to them is a lot of their music all tends to have like a similar tempo, and I noticed really? that a lot with with 
kind of like the grungier punk rock bands like yeah. that. And it's that, yeah, I think it's really fascinating. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, it's it, if it fits you, if it makes you sound the way you want it to sound, then do it, you know, do it up. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think that the tempo, I think I need to get better at playing guitar. I think that's my problem is that I, my biggest setback is my guitar playing abilities at the moment. And <laughs> Once I get better at that, then I'll be able to write faster songs. Nice. <laughs> so if you grew up playing classical piano, I'm assuming you're an incredible pianist, then why not try to... Well, uh, so I'm curious as to what, what made you want to just make sure the step in the role as a three-piece rather than kind of build a full band like a lot of people do. Uh, what what made you, what attracted you to the guitar and, and three-piece of it? That's a good <clears throat> question. Um, you know, I think... I never really wanted to play piano on stage. I, I always felt more badass playing guitar. <laughs> and uh, so I just, I kind of was drawn to that. My mom and dad would not let me play guitar when I was in high school. And so I kind of started teaching myself when I was younger. And then for some reason I fell into this mindset where I was like, you know what? I don't need to learn how to play guitar because I'm not going to be good at it. And there's going to be some dude that can play in the band for me anyways, and I won't need to. And then I realized like two years ago, and I had the same mentality about production too. I don't know how that got into my head, but then I realized two years ago that like, that's so not true. It's just like developing your songwriting muscle. It's like, you can totally learn it. And so, um, so I, so I started really trying to learn guitar and then we initially, there were four of us and then one of us left. And so we kind of just ended up becoming a three piece and it was intended to be a four piece, but it feels so much more right as a three piece. Like it just feels right. Do you ever feel any difficulty of filling in any, any space in the music? That's one thing I've always felt like with it. Whenever I played with a three piece, it always felt like there was something missing but, but, you know, but then you listen back to, uh, you had said like Blink-182 and then uh, Black Keys were a two-piece and Royal Bloods are two-piece and things. And it just so much space is filled. I'm curious how you feel, how do you uh, determine where the, where space needs to be left and where and how you fill in anything that you feel needs filling? Totally. So actually on our most recent tour, we had our friend John Ezzo came and played with us. He plays like every instrument and he filled a lot of space like and is just an insanely talented person he nice. plays mm. guitar keyboards st pedal steel like everything wow. everything the man's a genius um so he came on our most recent tour with us and was just it was so sick to have him there um but you know sean is our bass player and he is a fantastic guitar player um so we'll just like trade instruments every once in a while. And whenever like there's guitar things I can't play, I'll just play bass. Really? Yeah. Do you find That's it more, cool. more difficult to play one instrument while singing than the other? I've haven't totally figured out how to play lead and sing. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always found bass hard singing at the same time. Cause it's bass is so rhythmic. So rhythmic. Yeah. Like, for some reason, bass is really easy for me to play and sing at the same time. I don't know why. That's a I, rarity. It's it's weird. I yeah, I don't totally know. But like uh, like lead guitar, like playing lead lines and singing is really I have not I have not figured that out yet. 
That's interesting. Can you sing and play piano at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. When you write, do you tend to use your guitar more or, or piano? <laughs> yeah, I always write on guitar and uh, it's usually like I can I can sing and pick guitar and I can sing and play rhythm guitar, but it's just the lead lines, lead man. Lines. Yeah, they, I, so that's what I'm working on. Um, but yeah, I, I mostly actually I pretty much always write on uh, on guitar. I just got it was like my dream to have a piano as my headboard of my bed. So I just got a piano off the of Facebook marketplace and got it tuned. And now it's like my, the headboard of my bed. So yes. I can just like wake up in the morning and no play piano way. whenever I want. That's it's, awesome. It's amazing. It's, and I like covered it in plants and yeah, it's, that's it's so, a vibe. That's cool. crazy. Wow. Uh, good. Yeah. That'd be a great pro. What if like, there was like strings on the side you could strum and then like you could like kick the the base of the bed and it's like a drum kick. I am I, <laughs> it's no, like a full band. I move so much when I sleep. There's no way I wouldn't constantly be hitting every <laughs> single thing while I sleep and waking myself up every two minutes. That's funny. I'll have to or every night you have to sit record and you never know when my sleeping self makes great music. A masterpiece. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> But then my, my conscious self can't actually do it. Right, so, yeah. yeah. Your sleep self's better than your conscious self. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, crowd, sorry. Give me like 10 minutes. Let me pass out really I'm gonna quick. I'm going to go to sleep. I got to go to sleep really quick, show. and then I'll be able to do this song. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what? Um, so you always written. You went to school for writing. Now you just started this band, and you're starting to play live. Had you played live a lot before or is this kind of newer now for you yeah so i played live a lot growing up um in that band we played live all the time um and then when i got to school and i was making pop music i did a bunch of shows playing that with the with sawyer who who's who's the drummer in our band um so we've been playing shows together and performing for like years oh nice do you uh do you enjoy one more than the other do you like writing or performing or that's such a uh that's a, <laughs> such a tough question because i feel like oh that's so hard because i love <laughs> Like writing is like free therapy for me. And so I can heal so much of myself writing, but then like performing is the most amazing feeling in the world. You know, like when you're just like singing and like everybody's singing with you and like, you're all just like in it together. And, and it's like, Oh my gosh, that's, I think I enjoy performing more. Yeah. Uh I assumed, I I had assumed that you'd prefer to to perform. You seem like the type that energy. Yeah. Really? From, from people and stuff you can always tell that that energy of like oh i bet you on stage you're just a monster just yeah. awesome <laughs> you you give that vibe i'm like i'm sure you're oh, thanks. on stage <laughs> thank you thank you yeah i mean i mean like writing is really really nice though like ah uh, it's a that's such a tough question uh i don't know <laughs> they're they're both awesome in different ways yeah yeah yeah. Um, so how did you, you know, you, like you kind of said earlier, you worked with Dave Auday, um, and he, I mean, he, I believe is more of like a, like a dance, um, yeah. DJ, right? 
um, yeah. a producer. So how did you get connected with him and, and were able to work on that project together? Yeah, yeah. That's actually a really crazy story. But Dave, like working with Dave has was has been phenomenal. He's so talented and he he does he did dance music a lot and he still does remixes for people. Um and so basically I wrote that song Cowboy and when I put that song out I was like I don't know what came over me. I think it was like my ADHD, like the H part, the hyperfixation part. I got like so hyperfixated on like like submitting that song to different blogs and magazines and radio stations. I sent it to like, I think like thousands of places. Ah, and uh, wow. the it, it was like an 80 hour work week of that. I was going crazy. Um, <laughs> but I, that's something that I really do enjoy about ADHD is that you can just like stay up all night hyper fixated on one thing for like <laughs> days. Which isn't totally healthy, but it's great. <laughs> but it's great. But you know, it has very a, bad it has on perks. my health. But it's great. <laughs> it's beneficial for when you're trying to work, you know, and yeah. get your music out there. Um, but so this man named Jeff responded and was like, "Hey, we like your song. We'll play it on our radio station." Um, and then he offered me a record deal, which I then turned down. It took after like eight months of going back and forth. And then Jeff in that process sort of became like family to me. Huh. He offered me a job at his radio station where I host a radio show now. And he it has been like best friends with Dave for like at decades, decades. They've been best friends forever. And so he introduced me to Dave and then Dave and I started writing a bunch and he ended up producing that that whole EP for me, or most of the EP for me. And we still write together. And I think not not on this project in September, but the next project we have a song that'll be on that together as well. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. What uh, what made you turn down the label? Just out of curiosity. It just it it wasn't something was just saying don't do it and. Hmm when I reflect on that, like it, my intuition was totally right because the pandemic happened like legitimately two weeks after I turned it down. And then that it just, nothing would have really been able to happen being in having just signed a record deal and in, in a pandemic. And then, you know, at that point I hadn't started making rock music yet. So I don't think I would have be making this kind of music. Yeah, you would have been stuck. Yeah, Shit. yeah. It worked That's out. right. That's a good lesson in like trust your gut, especially when it comes yeah. to like industry stuff and signing anything, signing any kind things, of deal. Yeah. 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 Oh, but like I was crying. I was so sad when I realized that I wasn't going to sign it. Like it was not easy to turn that down because I really wanted to, and I was I, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to lose like all of these friends that I've made. But, you know, they're just the kindest people at that label and that we're all still like homies and, and they're still like family to me. They've been yeah. so good to me. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think we're going to start go heading towards a little bit of a wrap up. Uh, well, I have, I'm curious I about the, questions, the radio host thing. That oh, that's brought. right. She didn't mention that. You go said ahead. you host a radio show. What What is that? Where is that? What do you what yeah. is the show? It's so much fun. Um, it's on ninety six point seven FM, and it's uh, in Nashville. I just right? yeah, Nashville. Yeah, oh. yeah. 
And I do a similar thing to what you guys do. I just interview artists and then they perform live and it's such a vibe. It's a good time. Man, that's super cool. What time? Um, On Mondays and Tuesdays at six and Fridays at five. Nice. That's awesome. You're writing it? Yeah. Fridays at five. That's that's like big drive home from work time. That's perfect. That's cool. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I feel like you guys probably feel the same way. But like when you interview artists like you there's so much you learn you know like about just like how to be a better musician and like i've learned so much from interviewing these people it's been really great like to in terms of like helping with my music yeah oh yeah we've learned so much from everybody that we talked to and it's crazy for sure craziness yeah it's amazing oh um you have another question, Johnny? Well, I mean, I'm going to just go into her newest song before we start heading towards a wrap. Oh. So go ahead if you have like a, a an outside of their question. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is just like a maybe a weird question, but um, I I'm like just all our questions are weird. curious. <laughs> it's true. I'm just curious of the um, of how it works or if I'm missing something. But I noticed that like on YouTube, your views are like in the hundreds of thousands of all these views and stuff, which is super cool uh but just on that one video on that one video i noticed though in in spotify it's not as much do you do you know why so with uh i worked with a pr firm that helped me with uh my youtube they basically what they did was they took like um a little advertisement for that video and put it in as like an advertisement in front of major label artists music videos if that makes any uh, sense yep uh-huh. oh, so wow. yep. so i would get to, so they let me choose a bunch of like artists that i thought were the same like genre as me and then yeah. we put that song as an advertisement before their songs okay so that's how it got so much traction from that which is crazy because that campaign only lasted like a month uh-huh. um and it was really sick and it it, it really I've, I met a lot of, like, I feel like I got a lot of, I got to know a lot of people who really vibed with the song through that. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, it's been great. And then I feel like a lot of people from TikTok have also kind of transferred over there a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to get Spotify listens up. I think it just needs to get playlisted, but we just got on our first editorial playlist, which I like freaked out about. I I almost cried. I was so, I was like, ah, (laughs) this is crazy. Um, So maybe that'll do something. We'll see. That's incredible. That's really cool. And I like that because we talk to artists that kind of do, they do, they, I feel like most of them, they're like lean hard into social media or some are like, more into just live playing but it kind of sounds like you're doing both Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally totally um i'm still trying to navigate the world of social media because it's so weird but um it it, it does feel like a full-time job sometimes you know yeah yeah. where like you wake up and you're like i don't want to make a tiktok video today but i do need to make a tiktok video today because i love playing shows and the way to play more shows is to make more videos yeah well it's not even feels like a job i mean a lot of people always forget that being a musician being an artist is like like a lot of people work a full-time job then leave and then do another full-time job of having to freaking do all the stuff that they need to get done i know it's crazy oh my gosh no it's true there was a while there where i had like five jobs 
That was really crazy. And I don't recommend doing that. Talk about Sorry. bad for your mental health. That was not good. I was fully expecting you to be like, another reason. <laughs> but it was great. <laughs> but it was great. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah. I feel like if I didn't have ADHD, <laughs> I don't think I could have done that. That's funny. Lord. That's really good. All right, Johnny, let's uh, talk about the new song. Huh? Yeah. Well, I'd love for you to kind of dive into your new song. And then I'm assuming this is kind of like uh, the, the, the few songs that have been coming out are at the beginning of your album, which you're coming out on in September. So tell me a little bit about the newer songs that are releases. Totally. Yeah. So 555 was our most recent single that we released. Um, and it's all all of all three of the singles that we've released are building into this album which will be out september 9th and 555 i wrote that the morning i broke up with my boyfriend and i was like really sad about breaking up with him because but i the reason i did it is because i was like at this moment in time i am like a like living and breathing red flag like i am not a healthy person and i don't want to make him feel the way that I felt in previous relationships. And the reason that I was a red flag was from those previous relationships. And I didn't want to do that to him. So I was like, I really just need time to heal and figure my shit out so that I can, uh, I don't know, so that I can be a better partner. And I wrote that song and then I ended up getting back together with him. And honestly, that time, that we kind of like broke up was really beneficial because we both were able to do a lot of healing and our relationship is really good now because of that. Nice. Um, but that song, like, yeah, I, it was about how I just felt like I wasn't healthy and I wasn't being a good partner and I wanted to. Um, and fives, like the number five represents change at least in my life it does. And, and so I just titled it five, 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 cause I needed a lot of change. That's awesome. Wow. That that's was really, cool. that's incredible. Thanks. Oh, man, it. It's just like a cool, like, like story about like, it, 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 it rep like speaks to me a lot about how you, you talk about like, your songwriting being so healing for you like yeah the the like yes all this terrible things happen but the song writing it helped you kind of kind of release that and and build from that into as you said another, another healthy relationship totally totally i think writing that song really really put a lot into perspective what i was feeling that i didn't realize i was feeling and i think that's what writing always does you know like you write and you're like oh that's what i'm feeling <laughs> yeah <totally. laughs> oh i figured it out now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh well honestly these are incredible songs i absolutely adore them uh we are huge fans of your music and you've been incredible we're gonna probably wrap up with our last question yeah so we like to end with just a fun like bruise question yeah um, so i like to always ask if you have one do you have like a really fun or silly or wild wild or whatever a drinking story something that happened while you're drinking oh my gosh yeah this is um i have a really bad story this is i stopped <laughs> drinking for three years because of this story oh, wow. um <laughs> i've actually recently started like kind of drinking again in better moderation than i was um <laughs> but somehow oh my god this is so bad um 
I got myself into a lot of situations like this, but I, I was, I went to the CMA award after party and, um, I'm not sure what happened, how I decided to do this, but I ended up stealing a rug from the party. Oh my and God. <laughs> I, I went home with a rug and, um, I still have it. It's in my room. Oh my God. But it, I was so horrified when I woke up the next morning and realized that I had stolen a rug from the CMA award after party. I like called, I tried to figure out where to return the rug to. I've felt guilty about that for years. Does and it, I was like, does it say like CMA fest on it or something? No, but it has a number on it. Uh, a number. Okay, so wait, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is just insane. How did you get into the CMA after party? Um, my so Dave was DJing, and so oh. he invited me. Nice. So then you drank a bunch, and on your way out, you said, "I need that fucking rug right there." Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember leaving with the rug. That's the scary part. And that's when I realized I I need to uh, take a break from this for a little while. And so I did for like a long while. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. That's fun. That is stealing one of the best. Stealing a CMA rug. And then still trying to take it back. I love that. I would have just. I like, still feel guilty about it, but like, yeah, I called so fine. many people to try and return it, and everyone was like, dude, I don't know. What do you. How? Like, how? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the, like, that call, you calling me, like, I stole a rug drunkenly. I need to return it. And it's like, I don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they all said. They were like, I can't help you. I'm sorry. That's funny. That was fantastic. That's well, a then good I'm glad one. I asked. Yeah, that that's a, a good really one. good one. That was a good that's one. That's a very good one. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> well, uh, go ahead, Chelsea. Get, hit us with the, the plugs where people can find you. Obviously, you've already mentioned your, your album, but go ahead and go over everything again real quick, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Don't want to take up all, all of your time. Totally. Um, and thank you so much for for taking the time out of your night to talk to me about all this and hang out with me. Oh, we absolutely. Love it. Well, now now that I know you interview other people, now I'm like, oh, I hope we did a good enough job. No, you guys are so great. <laughs> no, it's so nice. Like, it's really refreshing to like be able to do an interview with people that I feel like I'm just like hanging out with my friends, you know, it's like, it doesn't, it's not super intense. It's not scary. Like it's just a good time. It's a good vibe. So thank you for creating that space. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, yeah you can find me. Of, we're too much of idiots to actually intimidate anybody. To be, or to be, or to <laughs> no. be professional. Or to be, <laughs> be scary or professional or, you know, no. do it right. Or... <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it's super professional and such a good vibe, like just a great hang. And that's why I really enjoyed this. So uh, thank you. Cool. Thank, well, thank you. you. Well, go ahead. Um, Sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> No, 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 no worries. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at King Chelsea, which is just C H L S Y Chelsea with no vowels, and then we're on Spotify at C H L S Y, and uh, TikTok is the same. And yeah, we have our our album is coming out September 9th. It's called Quantum Entanglement, which is just about the balancing of the masculine and feminine energy inside great yourself. Name. And uh, thank you, yeah, thank great you. Name. Thank you. It's like, it's my favorite phenomenon that occurs in quantum physics, but I, you know, it just, Ooh. yeah, it's, that's, uh, 
we got a lot in the works and then hopefully we'll be on tour in october oh hell yeah yeah very awesome are you guys playing in nashville anytime soon um we're doing a little pop-up house show on wednesday which will be fun whoa whoa that'd be cool yeah but other than that we we're just kind of taking a break from touring uh, we just got back from touring with the Criticals, which was so fun. They're so talented. Oh my god, they they were great, a great band to tour with. Um, and so we're just taking it easy and working on our music and uh, saving up some money so yeah. we can go back on the road. That's well, awesome. Well, if you play in town, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I will start a mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Worst case, no way. Worst case scenario. Oh. If, if, if nobody else joins, we'll just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and you could jump off the crowd jump off into the crowd and we'll crowd surf you so then you oh can my god surf. that'd be so fun <laughs> no, again, so- if nobody else does it we'll just carry you yeah we'll <laughs> <laughs> fantastic that's that's that sounds great I, the, uh, when we were touring with the criticals we had we did that a couple times too we started mosh pits and it was just crazy Hell yeah. At a broken um, foot, that was wild. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, you gotta <laughs> let us know when you, whenever. Well, apart from when is it? But let us know if you guys do any other shows in town, and we'll 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 go out there and check you out. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. That that would be so fun. I'll let you know. Sweet. All right, Chelsea. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for staying with us. You were incredible. Yeah, we are so excited and love your music. Thank you guys so much. It was so fun hanging out with you, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Beautiful. Well, I'm sure we'll hang out soon as well, and 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 this time in person, and we'll Mm -hmm. we'll grab some some we'll grab some drinks and steal some rugs. Yeah, steal (laughs) some rugs. Yeah, Uh, yeah. We'll let you know when this releases. It might be a little bit. We have a ton of interviews. Yeah, a lot of people. um, That's awesome. It'd be cool if we could time it around your album release. Yeah. Hey, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. September we could probably 9. do that. It's September 9th. Yeah, it might work out. Yeah, actually, actually. it might work out perfectly, yeah. yeah. But, um, okay. Well, Chelsea, yeah. it was good to meet you, and hopefully we see you soon. Thank great you. to meet you guys, too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a great night. We'll see ya. Have a great night. Bye. Oh, yeah, Johnny, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that was incredible. Um, well, like, uh, we took a second between when, when we hung up to now and me and Brian were talking a little bit and saying just like how interesting seeing kind of the rock perspective. We haven't really had a rock artist on in a long time. Um, so it was really cool to hear a little bit about that perspective. I particularly was really interested about the tempo conversation. For some reason, I'm like, got really into that. Yeah, we did kind of <clears throat> dive into tempo. I don't oddly. know why tempo was a thing, but it is kind of funny how a lot of rock bands will set at a specific time and just go with it very commonly. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. Like, do you think every ACDC song is in the same tempo? Feels like it is. It's a little faster. Uh, what's the uh, what's the what's what's hell bells? Uh, hell bells. I feel like they're all kind. Hell bells. Sorry, you, you can't do hell's bells. It's hell's bells. <laughs> I don't have yeah. energy for that. <laughs> what? I don't have energy for that. I was telling Johnny, uh, I, we did a, Kayla and I did a show out of town uh, this weekend, and yeah. um, our plane kept getting delayed over and over and over. I didn't tell you this part, but oh, I was I supposed that. to be back earlier yesterday, and I didn't get in until 
early this morning. Like you <laughs> like said, like three a.m. and then had to go immediately to work. Well, I told my boss I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be coming in late. Yeah. <laughs> so I came in late. So I stayed later, but then went straight from that to this. And you know what? I'm surprised. I, I think um, I was awake for the whole thing. You were. I, well, I, I mean, I, I definitely think you were, you were definitely awake, but you were a lot more enthusiastic than what I thought all, you'd be. Yeah, yeah. That, but I after that, I was like, hey. Was <laughs> yeah, like, you started it and you like oh. dove in. I'm like, this is my part, bitch. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I needed I needed to do something or else I would have just been like, <laughs> just immediately fell asleep. And it would have been weird for the interview. What know? if you, what if, like, you know how we were talking about playing instruments better when asleep? What if you were like a better interviewer asleep? Yeah, what if at the end I was just like, Huh? What? What uh-huh. just happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, music improves. Uh, tear up the floors. <laughs> we start a podcast where, like, um, it's called like interviews while other guy sleeps, and there's just like a guy that with the mic next to his face, and he's just asleep for the whole interview, and then they like have this conversation while he's asleep. <laughs> And the guy's like kind of like snoring, making weird noises. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> what if he's a silent sleeper though? Then, then, then it would make no impact <laughs> at all to the listeners. It would only be weird for the person being interviewed because they're like, "Why is that guy asleep?" <laughs> I think it'd bring a whole vibe. You know, it would, just this. The, the vibe would be everybody's uncomfortable and very confused about what's yeah. happening. Yeah, try to have an interview while you're like really uncomfortable and confused. That's like my whole life. I was gonna say, I feel like that's how all of our guests feel. <laughs> They're like, I'm uncomfortable, I'm confused, and but confused, I'll answer these questions. Did they just take a tequila shot? Yeah. <laughs> all right, friends. Speaking of, let's go ahead and talk what we're drinking about. Really yeah, quick. wrap this bitch. That was an oh. accidental. Because I, I kind of forgot that we need to talk about drinks. Yeah. That worked. Good job. Good catch, Joey. Thank you. Um, I'll start it off. I am drinking a very simple beer, but a very delicious one. I went with Modelo Negro today. For some reason, I kind of, I, I saw it at the store and I was like, Modelo sounds good. I didn't want the Blanco. So I went with the Negro. Nice. Uh, uh, yawning. I don't know if I've had that. I've had, of course, Modelo Especial. One of my favorites. Negros, I think better. You think? Yeah, I think so. I'm going. Um, what about the shot that you you're oh. shooting? Well, we, as we you've heard a little bit, we weren't the biggest fans of it. I'm gonna drink a little more of it and kind of. Well, I'll drink this entire bottle at some point, but I wanna like. Uh, we'll see. We'll give it more chances, but Astral Blanco Tequila or Astro, um, 100% agave, made in Jalisco. It's it's good. I just. Just not our thing. It kind of reminds me of a. Oh, it is gasoline. Higher in in alcohol than most tequilas. Forty percent is that normal? No, that's right. Is that normal? Yeah. Um, it reminds me of uh, what's that? Altos. I really don't like altos. Mm. Um, and it's that because that like weird like like yeah, tequila always is kind of punchy. It kind of punches you in the in the throat. Yeah. But but there's some that hit you really hard, and it's it, this seems like one. But I'm kind of curious putting it over some rocks if it like, would like mellow out and get some maybe more flavors in there. But we'll maybe see. it's just a good mixer. Um, I'm going with Malort again. I still got that Malort bottle. So you gotta drink it till it's gone, baby. All right. Oh, and for for beer. Oh yeah. Um, you said you liked this one. I thought this was delicious. Um, from Jackalope. It's called Ooh. The Sultry Seagull. 
you know, it didn't say what it was. It just says sultry seagull, four point four percent. Although now that I see in little words here, it has like crazy art. It's a seagull with reading a glasses book. reading a book on the beach. Yeah, it's very cool art. I like it. But the, so, like, the description was kind of hidden. I just saw it. It said, wheat beer brewed with strawberries, raspberries, and lemons. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, Johnny may not like it. <laughs> but I think it's actually quite refreshing and delicious. Awesome. It's, it's almost like a sour. But not, yeah, but, but it's a wheat beer, so it's going to be a little, it's going to just still be light and not like, yeah, not it, like that tanginess that no, you get for a sour. It's just like a fruity wheat, um, but it's good. It's actually better than I thought. Actually, well, I didn't even know what it was because I just I could I didn't see that word those words before. But I was just like, oh, this I like the art again. And just you know, we talked about this. Sometimes I'm like, this this art is cool on this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was only I wanted something light, so four four point four. It worked out. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, yeah. Well, bro, let's go ahead and wrap this up, my friends. Make sure to check us out on all the social medias. We are popping off. Uh, tons of interviews, tons of people. Uh, don't miss out. Uh, the Spotify playlist will be updated here soon with the insane amount of artists that we've had. There's some awesome music to be had on our oh, yeah. Spotify uh, artist playlist, so check it out. Uh, lastly, give us some five stars, guys, and uh, and some reviews on Apple Music or uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Subscribe. And uh, with that said, my friends, I'm you know what today I'm feeling like a direct one, my friends. Uh, you can't drink at school. Oh, is there anything else you got to add? Well, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I just, I wanted to tell you the story before we ended. What story? So we were back in South Dakota oh, playing okay. this show, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and it was fun. You know, I was hanging out, really nice weather. Um, you know, we did some grilling. It's great. Uh, the, uh, you know, you know what I chose to have? I mean, some people went with hamburgers. Yeah. I, I went a different route. What'd you do? I did. Um, it was it was a hot dog. Yeah. Right. But I didn't want anything on it. I just, I didn't even want a bun. Just a hot dog. Just, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I really raw dog that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's a it's a new one. It's a new catch. It's a new catch. Raw dog that shit. I feel like that was very Rick of you. I remember, very, I remember very. watching <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, it's like it's a it's, it's a new catch. My catch. <laughs> oh, raw dog that sh- that that bitch. That bitch. That's it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Cheers. Cheers.